0: And welcome to the Kids Planet podcast, an opportunity to explore the highs and lows of raising under fives. Here's your host, Victoria Jones. So hello and welcome. I've been really excited about talking to our next guest. We first chatted last summer when I was out walking my dog one lunchtime and she's just one of those people who you instantly warm to. As an actress on both Coronation Street and Emmerdale and now mum to a gorgeous one-year-old, she's totally honest about her experience with parenthood so far. So welcome, Hayley Tamadon. How are you? <laughs> I'm
1: very well. That was a lovely welcome. Oh, you. Did you like that? I hoped you would. I did. I really did. Suddenly, you never know what people are going to say on, um, <laughs> on these things. And and that was really lovely. So oh, thank you. I'm glad that you think I'm warm.
0: <laughs> oh, I definitely. I just remember, as we, as we were saying, that... When we first spoke, it was a sunny, beautiful May day yes. and um, lockdown felt difficult, but nice to be outdoors and now lockdown feels even harder being stuck with yeah. the rain, hammering down on the windows.
1: Ah, oh, it's just so difficult, isn't it? To see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, It's, yes, it's really hard some days. Um, but so, you know, there is one and that's what we've got to keep remembering and keep at the forefront of our mind is that there is there is a light at the end of this tunnel and we will get there very soon.
0: Definitely. And every day, every day is another day. Another step closer, huh?
1: Exactly. Yeah. You just need to get through today and tomorrow's a new one. That's my motto. (laughs)
0: Definitely. So how are you finding it? How are you finding the latest COVID restrictions with with a one-year-old in tow?
1: You know, for us, really not much has changed since last year. Everything's the same. Apart from Jasper is getting older and I'm finding that he is really starting to climb the walls in the house. I mean, we live in a two-bed apartment, so we don't have that much space anyway, as I'm sure many people don't, you know. Yeah. But he's climbing everywhere. or he's, he's just desperate to be outside. And we can go out, you can go for a walk, and that's lovely, but that's your limit, really. Yeah. You know, this these current regulations of staying in your own area, you're not allowed to go out of your area, which is so hard because even if I could just drive down to the coast where my mom is you know just 45 minutes down the road and he could see his nana and and we could have you know a walk on the beach and things like that that's difficult. Um, Does that change of scenery isn't it that's that's seeing the same four walls. That's it we're trying so hard to go on different routes of walks and you know, he's even begun to hate the pram, so oh, <laughs> we can put him in the pram for half an hour and then that's it, he hates it, he wants to get out. And Is he, he's, is he
0: doing that archy back thing where yes. he's like,
1: you know, and you've got two hands trying to restrain them, trying to push oh, the down into yeah. the pram? I think it's because he's desperate to walk and he's not yeah. quite there yet, so he he's just wanting to be outside and on his feet. But we, um, we've got a baby carrier and... Uh, what i've been doing is throwing him on my back in the carrier um in in like a piggyback style which he absolutely loves <laughs> um and i can walk for miles with him on my back like that so it's really great so that's what we've been doing but, but well, not great for your back <laughs> not great for my back no um i told you didn't i i you know ruptured a disc having jasper and um it's my back has been I'd say problematic my whole life throughout my career but I've always been I've always managed to keep a check on it but when I had Jasper you know a few weeks after having him my disc went and that was it it's so difficult to have a baby and have any problems with your back because you just can't do anything you can't pick them up you can't bend down you can't it's been a real struggle um and it got to the point where i thought well i've got to go and see someone cuz i can't do this anymore um and i did all the all of this through like the first lockdown um but i managed to see a fantastic surgeon who um Uh, It gave me a scan and then put me on some extremely powerful pain medication, and he's been monitoring me ever since. And because of COVID and everything, you know, even getting a a scan or an appointment takes even that is time. Yeah,
0: is another effort, isn't it? Another added
1: complication. And you know that is if you've got any sort of illnesses or injuries or problems, and you're and you're a new mom as well. Oh my gosh, that just adds to. The pressures of being a new mom.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, yeah. Um, and so talk, I talk really, to, yeah. Go on. Talk, I to say talk to us about that because,
0: um, you know, you you're quite honest and open about your experiences of having Jasper um, and yeah. your experiences as a new mom. And you know, I think when we very first spoke, we we talked about social media and the and the pressures that come with that for being this very perfect. You know, I'm a mom. I know what I'm doing, and I kind of i'm all right and actually yeah. the reality for a lots of us is that it's it, that's not the case
1: at all tell us about your experiences yeah i you know i in life i'm a perfectionist um which is not really a good trait to be. I, I, I want everything to be perfect. And that started when I was a, a young girl, you know, with dancing and singing and acting. Everything I did, I had to learn it there and then. It had to be perfect. And that that's never left me that side, that kind of competitive side of me um I've always had so before having Jasper people would say oh you're gonna be exhausted and it's such hard work having a baby and I kept thinking yeah but you've not met me I'm <laughs> I I'm really great at this stuff and I'm gonna have a baby and it's gonna be perfect my child will go to sleep at seven and sleep <laughs> oh God, seven. <laughs> you know I had all of these thoughts in my head that I would I was gonna nail this you yeah. know which, which to be fair lots of us do because you you, you don't really know otherwise because until no. you, there, you have no
0: concept of what it's going
1: to yeah, be like. Yeah, none at all. And then it happens. And the first few days you're in this wonderful bubble and it's just you and the baby and it's all wonderful. And then after a few weeks, you think, oh, my God, I'm am I the only person awake at 3 a.m. doing the, br- the breastfeeding and, and just rocking the baby back to sleep? And, oh, my God, it's 5 a.m. and no one's up and I'm still doing it. And, you know, yeah. and and those thoughts. And then the child gets older and all those things you thought you would master, you haven't done, yeah. you know, and, it, and you think that you're the only one. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? And, and
0: like you say, because you're up in the night, there's something about the darkness that always makes you feel
1: well certainly you know that that sense of loneliness so that's yeah you know, it, totally it was compounded. so lonely it's such a lonely place to be and you know what my friends now that I know are pregnant I actually warn them about this because people actually don't because no. I guess why would you you don't want to ruin it for people but you know it is it is lonely those moments are lonely but what what I want to tell people is be aware of that and then also find a way of helping yourself where that's concerned whether yeah. it be a group of friends that you know have had babies at the same time as you or you know there's there's an app called the peanut app um where you can meet mums on there and you can talk to each other there's yeah. there's a few ways of of meeting other mums with babies the same age and I think that that is really yeah. important and something that Um, you know I wish I'd have been able to to deal with more when when I had Jasper and I and I didn't really I didn't deal with it very well at all um in fact it it sent me on a bit of a downward spiral the fact that he wasn't sleeping he just was not a good sleeper and still isn't now but now I understand it yeah Um, but then when your baby's only a few months old you know you think but but why isn't he a sleeper? Why is everyone else's baby asleep at seven o'clock and and mine doesn't want to sleep at all? And he's yeah. awake at one and two and three and four. Yeah, it's that feeling of what am I doing wrong, isn't it? Yes, of I'm course. You start you start to feel like a failure because you hear of other people's babies doing things better than your baby is, and suddenly you're a failure. You're failing at motherhood. You're not getting it right. Those thoughts take over your mind. Instead of taking the gas off a little bit, taking your foot off the pedal and actually saying it doesn't matter. It actually doesn't matter that my baby's awake at nine o'clock at night because so far that's what he's doing and that's what we're doing as a team, me and my baby, that's what we're doing. And it's got to be what works for you and not what you read in a book or what you hear on social media. It's got to be what works for you and your baby. And if that is that you co-sleep then so be it you know if that means that your baby doesn't actually go to bed till nine so be it you know it doesn't matter none of it matters and that's that's the point to get across if you if you can do it by the rules and your baby does go to bed at seven that's amazing and that's brilliant and you're doing amazing so we're not knocking anybody that that can do that because you know that's great it's yeah. just there are some mums that can't do that. And that, yeah. and there are some mums that do struggle with their baby being awake numerous times in the night, you know? And it's yeah. it's to those mums, like myself, that struggled. It's to those mums that I want to make feel better and reassure, uh-huh. you know?
0: Yeah, because there's pl- there are plenty out there, I'm sure. Tonight there'll be mums, won't there? Up in the night, despair. Yeah. Well, what I mean, kind sometimes- of... I mean, you can... Sorry, you, you can kind of talk talk about this now sort of almost retrospectively looking back but at the in the moment how how did you get through how did you you know some of those the the, the more the darker times
1: it, it got really dark for me there was there was one night where you know I stood in the kitchen and just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and looked at Jasper and just I I, I just thought I'm I'm not doing any of this right you know i'm I'm a really bad mom. Right. I was so upset, you know, and my fiance was sleeping through the lot because a lot of men just sleep through a <laughs> and you know yep. I'd wake him and wake him up, and he'd be like, Oh, what can I do? What can I do? Can I help you? Is there anything I can do and I'd be like, Do you know what there isn't is there because i'm I'm actually breastfeeding yeah. so there isn't anything you can do. So you may as well just go back to bed because you've got to get up for work the next morning. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly it is again, it's just you, just you. Um, mm. and it did get a bit dark for me. And I called upon a therapist, a uh, friend who I know called Sari Taylor. Um, I rang her and we had a few sessions together and honestly, it was the best thing I did. I, I just, she just told me what I've just told you. She said, just take your foot off the pedal. She said, you are so desperate to be this perfect. Mom, she said, you're you're making it worse for yourself. She said, yeah,
0: you're, you're the one putting the
1: pressure on yourself. Yeah. She said, just relax a little bit. She said, you're doing amazing. You're doing such a brilliant job. Look at him. He's a chubby little fella. He's he's fed so well. He's awake when he wants to be. And you might just have a baby that's not a great sleeper. And then, you know, when I talked to my, my own mom, my own mom said, "Haley, you never slept. She said, I took you to the doctors and I sat you on the doctor's desk and said if you don't give me something to make her sleep I'm leaving her with you <laughs> you know and the doctor back then like well, say, there, yeah. well there was something in the bloody 70s that you could take give to a baby <laughs> to make them sleep yes um, but these days there isn't anything you know no. so you know it's it's just it's in the genes I think he just is he's like a little baby that runs on Duracell batteries, oh, and, really- how lovely even now at 15 months he really does determine when he is tired and when he goes to sleep and and it's it's almost like you can see it in him we know him so well you know exactly when he's yeah. ready
0: yeah and, and before that there's just no point in even trying no so.
1: no point you know and sometimes I attempt it stupidly yeah. sometimes I look at him and I go oh look it's 7 30 I think he's just rubbed his eyes and, and, and my is like are you sure because it's I gonna be tough. So. you know and because we co-sleep so when Jasper goes to bed I go to bed yeah. so you know, he sleeps with me, um, which is how it's worked for us. You know, I tried desperately to get Jasper in a crib from being a baby. And I tried for months and months and it got to a point where I was sleeping for two hours a night. You know, he would be up every 30 minutes. He'd wake up and that would be another 30 minutes. He was awake for another feed and then back to sleep for 40 minutes and so on. And and Before you know cycle. it. Yeah, yeah you, you know, you've not been to sleep. And no one can live like that. And I know that women are trying to. They're trying to because they think, I've got to get him in a crib. I've got to do it. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to do what's right for you. And and what's right for me was that Jasper co-slept with us. And honestly, it's the most beautiful thing Ever, you know, I love him being with me in bed. I love that I can just get my boob out at any time and feed him, you know. And when that time is ready to change, it'll change. And there's no pressure. I know that now. There's no pressure to put a date on that I can
0: say to, yeah to date stamp something is that's just unrealistic isn't it it'll happen yes. when it happens yeah, the, it's the, going to
1: happen. is, yeah. yeah it's going to happen when he's ready for it to happen and until then we're just going to have to buy a bigger bed And <laughs> no that, bad thing <laughs> that's what's going to happen we will buy a bigger bed and I'm sure he'll be in bed with us till he's at least four or five and we, we've got used to that idea we're okay with that it's not going to be forever he's not going to be with does at 16 is he for crying out loud no
0: absolutely you do what's right at the time and what's right don't you yeah my mom
1: mom said I was the same I was in her bed till I was four you know so did she tell tell you this before yeah I wish she
0: had told us that before but (laughs) (laughs) so how are you are you you know how are you juggling work at the moment we recently saw you in the full Monty and Ice um yeah with a whole host of celebrities how how
1: was that oh it was amazing i mean how lucky i was to be working during a pandemic yeah. because you know it, tv is still being made but it's it's so tough to make it it's really really hard um and there's a lot of uh, you know restrictions in place with covid and we managed it even though we had members of our cast get covid test positive for covid while we were filming yeah. we had that to deal with um but we managed to do it and with jasper you know i'm very lucky my fiance's job um it's it was flexible his boss gave him some time off and he also had two weeks holiday to take so what we did was use his holiday for days that he could come with me while I was filming and take care of Jasper right. um and that's how it worked and then there was a few days that he couldn't make it that um Jasper's nana um both nanas actually came and took care of him and did child care um mm-hmm. so, so yeah so that's how how we managed it but God, I mean, it was hard. It was really hard, and there was a couple of occasions where Jasper was teething badly, and you know, I was up for si- at six for work, and he would be awake between one and four, you know, and I'd be <laughs> like, "Oh my God, I've got three hours sleep." That's it. Um, wow. Um, was it
0: hard? Was it hard getting back on the ice? I mean,
1: yes. A few years I, to know. Know. <laughs> I love the ice. Um, I feel at home when I'm on it something happens i just step on and i feel like i've never left oh, um, wow. and it, it, it's just a uh, honestly such a beautiful feeling to to skate so um, you dance anyway do you did you say you, you do da- you dance well you did dance I danced when i was a kid yeah right so when i was um a, a child that's all i ever wanted to do was dance and then when i was 16 i went to college and uh in my first year of college I had the most horrendous back injury um, and it put me out for a year. So I wasn't allowed to dance at all for a whole year. And what I did instead was joined the musical theatre course. We've moved completely onto a different story now. I joined uh, joined the musical theatre course and I started singing more instead and acting more. And that's where that all happened. Right. Um, and I still, you know, in musicals, I still had to do the odd bit of dancing. But really, my whole career has been acting and musical theatre and singing. So, um, yeah, I I can dance, but I'm not a, you know, like, what are these dances you'll see in diversity? <laughs> <I wish.
0: laughs> well, we're talking of diversity. I'm pleased that you mentioned that. I've got to ask, um, is Ash- Ashley Banjo really
1: as lovely in real life as he is on the telly? Uh. Lovelier, that man. lovelier in like, in real life. Is he? Really? He's an absolute diamond of a human. He's genuinely just warm and charming and caring and cares a lot about his work. Yeah. And def- cares a lot about his people that he works with. So we had a blast on that show. We really, it, really did. It,
0: yeah, it, it did look... Watching, watching myself on the telly, it did look like everybody was part of a, a, lovely, a lovely family head up, headed up by Angie Bachelet, Banjo. But yeah, uh, yeah he's, he, as I say, he just comes across so nice. It's hard to believe
1: that he could be really that nice on, in
0: real life. But he is.
1: Really i sure f- you he is. They all were, the whole of diversity. Just a lovely, lovely bunch of people.
0: So what's in the pipeline for 2021? depending
1: on covid depending on whatever happens yeah most of it is depending on covid i mean my my aim is to do more tv that's the aim um but there is tv being made which is wonderful but we need to keep making it which means we need more writers and we need production companies to to you know invest in putting new stuff out there um and during a pandemic you know that's really difficult um but for me it's for the acting it's more tv that mm. I want to do um but I've also been writing so I've written a uh, a six-part comedy drama fantastic that um I have entered into uh like a writing competition um And I spoke to um, a lady who works for the BBC Writers Room and she's been helping me, which is wonderful, um, to get it seen and read by the right people, shall we say. So um, my script has now been sent off to numerous production companies in the hope that they will read it and maybe like it and, um, you know, something will come of it. So it's a slow process with writing, but you have to keep going with it. and it takes you know a good couple of months for each production company to come back to you but when they do you know it's worth it to get those yeah. notes and that feedback and everything so exciting that's, yeah that's uh, I love to write and I've been writing a lot during lockdown so um who knows you know that's another string to my bow I think and we'll see what comes of it this coming year that's hopefully nice. something good Watch this space, huh?
0: Oh, it's been brilliant to talk to you, Haley. Before you go, I've got to ask a question that we're going to ask every every guest that comes on. Yes. If you are on a desert island. Tricky, I know. But what is the one item you take with you, and one that you wouldn't be without? Jasper. That's it. Oh,
1: of
0: course,
1: of <laughs> course. That, thank you. That would be just me and Jasper on a desert island. Daddy can Perfect. stay at home, keep keep the house tidy. <laughs> and you'd be, yeah,
0: very nice. Oh, Hayley, it's been fantastic to talk to you. Thanks so oh, much. Thank stay you safe. For me. Thank you. And a big thank you to, to you for listening. If you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch via our website or find us on social media. Until next time, stay safe. Thanks for joining us and to our guest today. Tune in next month, and in the meantime, pop over to our website and follow us on social media. Kids Planet, working together to inspire your world.